What's up, everybody? Garrett Nobel here from the Dead Fit Dynasty. A little bit of a rebrand there, in case you didn't catch that Dynasty bit. Um, it's doing these uh, little uh, in-between episodes, I like to think of them, for the podcast. Each week, my buddy and I, Jake, will be hosting Twitter X Spaces, where we talk about all things fatherhood, fitness, marriage, everything in between. Building up strong men. On this episode, we talk about nutrition for the whole family, meal prepping for decision fatigue, self induced restrictions, cooking as quality time, and so much more. I think you're going to like this one. <coughs> hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Alright, cool. For the life of me, it was not letting me on at all. <laughs> Didn't want you to be part of it. I guess not. It was like, well, hey. It was annoying because I couldn't... There's like a setting in here where I can uh, invite people, like, just via DMs. Right. There's a... There's an invite co-host button also, but when I searched for you, it said I'm unable to <laughs> invite. Yeah, I kept trying. All right. I had it marked, and I, I had even shared out, like, hey, we're getting ready to go live, and it's like, but I can't get in. So, like, <laughs> and it never would let me in. The only way you can get in is going back to the homepage, and once, you, like, and clicking on the little thing at the top that said that you had already started. That's the only way I could even get in, but either way. And now, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, either way, we made it. It's been a long day as it is. I've been literally in the car since five o'clock this morning. So, jeez. The and the ironic part of it is, is that we're actually gonna be at our uh, destination here in like ten minutes, and so we're gonna get there. And I'm just gonna be just like hanging out off to the side because it's like, hey, uh. Sorry, guys, I'm busy. Heading <laughs> <laughs> up there for family or something for the holidays? Yeah, so we uh, we go back up to Missouri to visit family, um, like, before Christmas. That way we can be back down to our house by, like, we'll, we'll get back on the 23rd, like, the night of the 23rd. That way we have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and all the rest of the Christmas break to be at our own house, so... Yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> so it's it's kind of funny because, like, you know, talking about nutrition tonight is, like, the perfect thing because, you know, you, you go on a car trip and then you're away from your house and, you know, you're visiting family and you're spending the holidays and it's, like, it's a perfect time to talk about nutrition because it's, you know, everything that you – should do and then also should not do all rolled into one one you know week basically yeah especially uh that long of a drive yeah yeah it's uh and it's not like it's not a terrible drive as far as the scenery and stuff goes but i just don't do well with sitting still and i'm as as we all know i'm very impatient so you know just <laughs> sitting in the car for 14 hours is 
had a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, I remember once uh, when I was a kid, we drove from New York to Florida one year. And that was oh, pretty yeah. brutal. We drove, we drove straight. I think it was seventeen hours, maybe. Maybe right. we stopped once or twice. Yo, just to refuel. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing it on my lunch right now. <laughs> nice lunch break. I know, right? That's pretty wild. Yeah, I worked. I worked Are third you, shift. Where, I was gonna say, where was I? <laughs> what part of the world are you in? If this is noon right now. <laughs> oh, nice. You having something good for lunch? You gonna? chime in with the nutrition yeah yeah i can do it i can i can chime in man uh, I'm, I'm pretty boring pretty boring <laughs> with lunch um you know the the protein panine and the ground turkey so I make like protein pasta yeah nice i mean i mean i can't say too much i ate chicken rice and broccoli for lunch for probably a good six years straight so very, uh, very unexciting. <laughs> I've been meaning to get into Herculean. Yeah. What was that? No, I, I said I've been meaning to get into that uh, meal prepping company, Herculean. Oh. Yeah, I've tried a couple of meals out. Pretty rice. good. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. I mean, I know there's so many of them right now. But oh, maybe it's not in your state. That, I guess they they so wild. They so all around here where I live at Indianapolis. Like I just in my mind, oh, okay. it's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, it might be. I just haven't mm -hmm. seen it. It sounds good though. I like the name. Makes me want to buy it. All right, they got like protein buffalo macaroni and cheese. I was like, what is this? And I had, and I said, wow. <laughs> Okay, I've been under a rock. Got it. <laughs> That's the cool thing, though. It's like no matter what you think you know, there's always new stuff to find out. So The world is moving too fast, man. That's what I've come to terms with. And I just, I'm just trying to play catch up as much as I can. Right. Yeah, I feel like the, old, the older that I get, the faster it goes. So I can't catch up every – I catch up less every year. <laughs> But that's all right. That's what the kids are for, to uh, try to accelerate the catch-up for the nonsense that they go through. It's karma. You know, that's what we, it's what we did to our parents. What's that? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I remember my father didn't know what that was. I was like, are you kidding me? This was before me. <laughs> you know, crazy, crazy times. I guess we can go ahead and kick this off. Again, it's nothing... Uh, too formal. We try to host these every week. Schedules pending Tuesdays at 8. Obviously, you guys know because you're here. But uh, this week we uh, had the topic of uh, nutrition for the whole family and just had a couple. Just <laughs> my wife just said steak and potatoes, um, which is awesome because that's actually her favorite meal. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Um, long-standing tradition that we have steaks on our house as much as possible. So. Don't shoot me, but I don't like steak. 
I don't know what it is. I just never got into it. But I'm sorry. I interrupted the podcast. My bad. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no man. Good. That's the whole point. This is supposed to be uh, like a town hall meeting. So feel free. That's why I gave everyone uh, access to speak. Um, why do you hate steak? I feel like you've just never had a properly cooked one. I hear that so much. I don't know if I like the taste, <laughs> though, man. I don't know what it is. I really can't figure it out. I can't. Yeah, that's fair. Well, it's also a case. I mean, there's so I many like mine basically. Uh, mm. you damn, you're right about that. Yeah, I think I don't really like pink in my meat. I pause, but I really, I, I just, I just don't. I, I can't do it. Like, I need everything well done. Yeah, you're not gonna like steak then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I've ever had a well-done steak that I liked either. I love steak, so I think uh, I think steak's not on the table for you, man. I did, like you said, I haven't had the right one, so maybe I need to go somewhere and let me try something that sounds good. A little bit of pink in there. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it helps that I'm colorblind, so I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I also just eat it obnoxiously raw anyways, but... I typically order it black and blue if I get it from a steakhouse. So they just sear the outsides of it, and the rest is basically just raw. But right. That is uh, not nutrition for the whole family. That's nutrition for the father. <laughs> <laughs> not going to be feeding the baby steak tartare anytime soon. <laughs> Although she does like steak, but I've never... I always give her the outsides because that's the the most cooked pieces. But uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Again, topic tonight is nutrition for the whole family. Um, just, had, just had a couple bullet points and stuff of uh, segues and topics to bring up. Um, one of them is uh, balanced meal planning. Another one's healthy snacking. Another one would be uh, involving the kids. Um, that's with choosing the meals and cooking the meals. And uh, last one was just like uh, dietary challenges. And that one's pretty interesting to me just because I never remember any dietary issues while I was growing up. Like kids... There might have been one peanut allergy kid and, like, you can say hi to him, like someone's cousin's cousin knew from some random school. <laughs> yeah. But now, we, I, like, we can't even send our daughter in to school with peanut butter anymore because it's just so prevalent. Oh, wow. <laughs> that one just blows my mind. I don't know if it's where I live now, but holy shit, there's a lot of peanut allergies and just other different allergies that I never even heard of or thought of growing up and... They, yeah, it's just wild. So that one will be a interesting part of yeah, it. Yeah, I can tell you it's not just where you live. Like living in, having lived in two different states, and also like in the classroom, like there's there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of allergies as well everywhere. I think so. Yeah, yeah actually, and, funny funny story with that one. So I flew to Austin and. Uh, uh, I don't know, earlier this year for a race. But anyways, 
peanuts are one of my favorite snacks, especially if I'm going out or something. I'll just grab a couple of those planters, snack packs. Um, but I didn't even think about it, like I said, because I never grew up with kids with peanut allergies. But I, uh, I was on the flight, and I ripped open the package of peanuts, and someone called over the stewardess and made me throw it away, and I was so pissed off. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like... Can you just ask people if they have an allergy? Like, I really want to eat my peanuts. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. She's like, yeah, some people have, like, airborne peanut allergies. Like, they would, they might actually die. From... I was like, holy shit. And... Oh, yeah. That's the, it's crazy how bad it can be. Well, I got yeah. I got a shellfish allergy, so... I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, my son is... Um, He's like mildly lactose intolerant, mm. so which we did not, we did not even discover. You know, when he was younger, we never even noticed that, and it was one of those things where, like, we have twin boys that they'll be thirteen next month. So it was one of those things where apparently, like, you know, they start like the the onset of puberty and all their hormones are changing and stuff like that. And you know, according to the doctor, like, it's not that uncommon to have things that you know aren't at all even visible, and then all of a sudden. You know they'll they'll develop them as they start to become you know close to teenage years and that type of stuff. So mm. it's crazy. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, whatever's happening in your background, I know someone's really mad, but it was hilarious. Um. Yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> I didn't know what she was saying. I said, like, "What is she saying?" <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we just got here and we're trying to literally get all the stuff picked up. We're dropping stuff everywhere, and it's uh. I'm sorry. I don't know what was that you posted, uh, Barrett. I don't remember. It was a while back you said what uh, what what percentage of your online persona is like what you are in real life? And I said ninety nine percent. Like what you, what you see is what you get. So um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, tell her not to apologize. I've I've been stuck in the car with kids for fourteen hours. I'd be swearing up a storm too. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, yeah, well, here we are. So. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well, um, I guess first topic that I had uh, come up with was uh, balanced meal planning, and I think uh, a lot of that is. Uh, it really depends on the age of the child, I've noticed, because, again, my frame of reference, if you're not familiar, I've got a 20-month-old and an 11-year-old, so clearly there's going to be different uh, taste buds in there, but um, honestly, the picky eater is the oldest one, and I don't know if uh, she's always been like that, but since I've known her, she has, but the baby will at least try everything once and she usually loves most everything as well which is pretty cool because like i said um my wife and i will cook dinner or whatnot and we can usually just throw a little extra in for the baby whereas my oldest she always has to have something different i guess not always but more often than not she always has to have something different more palatable for her taste buds i suppose and honestly it kind of drives me crazy because 
I was not allowed that option growing up. It was either I ate what my mom made or I didn't get dinner. So that one's a little strange for me. Yeah, we, um, it's funny. My, my kids have taken turns with being picky at various points. And it, one of the things that we've always tried to, to do is, um, you know, get them involved, like with the, um, like the cooking and that type of stuff, you know, we, uh, we like, and it's a little easier when they're older, like I said earlier, like my youngest two are, you know, 12, almost 13, but we've all, we, what we do is we have each of them, you know, they'll pick a night during the week and they'll prep, like plan prep and like help, we'll help them, but they'll plan prep and cook the meal. And so it kind of gets them to take some ownership of it and, you know, it also is a good way to get them to kind of start learning like the basic cooking skills and stuff like that. And it's actually helped with like the pickiness because it's like, OK, well, you know, you're picking at least something throughout the week that that you like that you want to, you know, have. And then, you know, when your brother's doing his meal, then, you know, you're going to eat what he's making, too, because he put all the work into making it and all that type of stuff. And That's actually been a pretty big game changer for us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait. Well, I was gonna say that sounds awesome. Uh, I know I'll say that same thing too as well. Like when we started meal prepping, well, I didn't really start taking my fitness serious till I got in my thirties. I've always been like fairly like athletic, but not like taking it serious. But like once I start like meal prepping, like my kids will eat what we eat. <laughs> you know, and it's like weird to see that. Like, you really want to eat this boring food? But no, they, they, they really, <laughs> my eight year old is weird to me because. She didn't grow up with the bad habits. I grew up candy, ice cream, and all that. Like she will not. She, I don't want candy. I just want some water. What? But you know, I. <laughs> you know, it's weird to me, but it's. It, but she sees what we do, at this point. So it's like, she'd rather mimic what we what we're doing than you know. And she eats. She wants her 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 meat her carbs and her veggies the way we all do it because my my girlfriend she uh works out too so that's how she we always eat the same thing so we'll put it in like tupperware in the refrigerator sometimes i'll separate it for me though like you know we as maybe i eat more protein so sometimes i'll separate sep uh segregate the the the, the uh, i'm sorry separate the, the refrigerator and their half is on this side and this is my half on this side you know, so, <laughs> so you get the whole right, yeah, you know. So, but yeah, I could definitely agree. Like introducing it to her earlier about meal prepping and how to eat, and then she's watching me weigh stuff. She's very, she's asking questions like, "Why do you need to know the numbers?" Because you know, and I'm I'm teaching her, so I, I just feel like the more you, the more they see you do it, the more they're gonna do it on their own and take it further and then show their so on and so on. Yeah, that's awesome that they uh, not only have an interest, but they're just like they actually engage with it too. Um, my wife uh, and the oldest, I know they did a little more uh, prepping related stuff over the summer, but just when there was more time available for everyone's schedules. And I know um, we had her choose choose the meal at least once a week. Um, she would help cook as best as she could, but it was exactly what you're saying, how just trying to 
teacher life skills really was the biggest thing. And it also kind of gave us a little more insight into things that she might potentially eat as well. But, I mean, some <laughs> sometimes she just wanted to choose pizza or something. So we'd be like, all right, well, now we're going to learn how to make dough tonight instead of just going out and buying a pizza, something along those lines. So it was nice to – it's just nice bonding, family bonding as well. Absolutely. Like work together. And I mean, as chaotic as having three people in the kitchen, one of them doesn't know what the hell they're doing, but it's still, I mean, that's how you learn. So that's one of the the benefits. That part there is huge. Like I know when I was growing up, my, for my, my family, it was like, stay out of the kitchen, stay out of the way, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just you, you be over there. You, we'll let you know when dinner's ready, that type of stuff. And it's like, when I first got married, <laughs> like I knew how to grill because I would go outside and I would grill with my dad. But other than grilling, I mean, you know, making scrambled eggs was like about the extent of what I could do in the kitchen. You know, like I did not know how to cook hardly anything. And, you know, now, I mean, I I probably cook and I mean, in our house, I probably cook at least as much is what my wife does. And honestly, a lot of our meals, we really cook together anyway. So, you know, it's been a process. That's definitely something that we've tried to pass on to our kids. Like one of my boys, you know, his goat, he always wants to try to quote unquote make for dinner chef salads. Like that's his number one go-to. <laughs> I'm going to make chef salad. It's like, well, um, you know, that's fine, but, but that's not actually cooking anything. <laughs> so let's, let's branch out a little bit. And so then he'll be like, well, well, can we, can we make some chicken to put in the chef salad? And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's expand on chef salad. And then my other son, he wants to make like homemade shrimp Alfredo and like all this, like really like extravagant stuff. And so, you know, it's, it's cool though, to just be able to have them learn and figure stuff out. And I mean, they're going to be way ahead of where I was whenever I was like venturing off into adulthood. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I don't know where I picked up my cooking. I mean, I know my mom was always in the kitchen making stuff, and um, we were never well off enough to order our food out maybe once a quarter, maybe if that. But So we'd always make everything from scratch. And I guess I guess I picked up enough or I helped her enough. I honestly don't remember ever doing it, but I feel like I must have because any girlfriend I've ever had and now my wife, they always just tell me how great of a uh, a chef I am. And I, I was like, I, I don't know, I guess. I I just learned, learned the basics about fats and acids and like all just real basic stuff. And it's it's most of it's fairly intuitive overall from my point of view, but. Like, I'm not, like, making elaborate French fucking meals, like... Right. (laughs) But, yeah, just, like, the basics. I forget the four of them now. Salt, fat, acid, and sugars. Like, if you you understand how to blend those things together, you can pretty much make anything taste pretty well overall. I mean, and really, with with the the ease of finding things online nowadays, too, I mean, it's... It's kind of hard not to be able to find recipes that you can figure out how to make. I mean, you know, like even like we were talking a minute ago about the whole meal prepping thing. And it's like even basic meal prep. I mean, you can get a whole plan, really, if you wanted to just by 
a quick like Pinterest search or I mean anything really. I mean it's there's just so much information readily available that it's hard to say, oh, I just can't do this. So it's just a matter of practicing and figuring out like, you know, how not to burn stuff and you know, some <laughs> right. real basic right. things. Not to overcook the pasta or, you know, overcook the meat when you're grilling and things like that. But um, you know, I think with the whole meal prep thing, like I know Sundays are big for us in our house, especially for the lunches. Like I know you were mentioning earlier about, you know, kind of being boring for lunches, but like, you know, it's not uncommon for us to mass produce our lunches for the week, you know, like on Sunday and just have them ready to go throughout the week because, you know, Sunday's a day that we have. So. Yep. Yeah. Same for me and my family. My wife does most of it now these days. Um, Except for my meals, which I always thought was funny, but I do work from home, so I completely understand why she's not going to spend the extra time to make me stuff while I have a full kitchen and everything available at all times. I work from home. My girlfriend's like, "Uh, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I I understand. I got it. It's all good. (laughs) But yeah, some days are definitely the days. And it just, I mean, it sets the week up for such a greater success for overall everything from my point of view because it just eliminates one of the biggest i wouldn't use the word issue but like just finding the time and just like thinking of something every day Mm -hmm. if it's already all done once a week you can suck it up for a few hours when you actually have a day off figure it all out knock it all out then just everything just runs so much smoother my wife makes all the breakfast for the kids for the week and then she makes all the lunches for them as well so yeah it's just it's so streamlined and it's it's drastically improved our evenings because we don't have to try to scramble like oh shit we don't have this we have to go to the store now to pick this up so they can have lunch tomorrow it's like no it's it's already done it's nice yeah for sure we um I've talked about this before, I know, but like we, my wife and I have like a regular date day on the weekends where we go to lunch and that's also where we make our meal plan for the week. I mean, which is maybe not the most romantic thing, but it works for us, you know, like, and so we'll go get all the groceries and all that. And and we plan everything out even to the point of, okay, on Tuesday night, we're making this and we know we're going to have leftovers to have on, you know, that type of stuff. So just a little bit of preparation. I mean, it's like almost anything else in life. If you just prepare a little bit ahead of time, it'll go a long way. Yeah, we we do that as well. Sometimes throughout the week, we'll just be sending each other random texts of, you look at this recipe, this recipe is amazing, it sounds like. And I'm like, oh. I was like, well, let's just take this out and add, the, add this other component from the other recipe to this one. So we'll try to mix and match just to make it better. Or sometimes we'll try to go like maybe like a week or so or two weeks on the same like plan. And then we'll switch it up once we get tired of it. Like, I get tired of chicken really fast, so I don't know how hard. <laughs> That's just me. So I'm like, you know, turkey, ground ground beef all the way. You know, so I, I try to find as many recipes as possible. We just mix and match, you know, and we just keep, we just rotate, like, the same, like, maybe, like, 10 recipes, I guess so. Nice. And it works. Yeah. You know? And our kids, like I said, yeah. our kids don't get bored of what we eat. They don't really care. They, they like it, so we just stay with it. Yeah, I wanted to touch on your point there earlier about how um, your kids aren't growing up like you did with all the the ice creams and the sugars and stuff, and it's it's to the point where like they don't even ask for like sodas and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, and 
that's oh, that's I mean that's such an awesome thing to hear. Um, my daughter's also like that. I mean she she'll she'll go a little hard on the candy once in a while when she gets let loose at the grandma's house. But, um, when she when she comes home, like she's she's always just asking for water or she'll. I mean, uh, it kind of brings it up to the next topic that I was gonna mention as far as healthy snacking, but. My wife and my daughter are real big snackers, and I'm not—I'm not a big snacking person. And that was a—it was always kind of a conflict for me, not them, obviously. It was always a conflict for me once we first started dating and once we were first married. I'm like, why don't like Jesus Christ just eat more for the meal or something? Like, why do you have to eat like another forty minutes later or something? But. That's besides the point, but my my uh, my initial point was that my my daughter will usually go grab an orange or she'll tend to stick to the fruits just because it is a little sweeter and stuff. I mean, <laughs> I'm the only one who eats raw vegetables around here. I don't, I don't expect them to just, <laughs> start chomping on a head of broccoli like I do, but... <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the healthy snacking, it's nice when the kids have experienced like eating well so that they i don't know if it's conscious or not yet for them but they they do feel better and everyone who has eaten well enough long enough knows that once you indulge for like a whole weekend maybe the next few days oh you hate your life yeah man (laughs) everything is working so sluggishly i'm just like my body's like, what the hell, bro? Lips go down, you know. At least for me, yeah. it happens. That happens to me. I, if I eat, like I try to do like maybe a cheat meal maybe once a week or maybe once every two weeks. And then once I go back in the gym after that, I'm like, dude, why did I come here today? What is happening? Why do I hate myself so much? <laughs> like all kinds of stuff. Psychological, at least. Yeah, yeah it really is. But the uh, the healthy snacking thing, thats uh, that was one of the other other topics that i was gonna bring up um i don't know obviously i don't know how your guys's families are but like i said my wife and my daughter are uh they are real big snackers like i swear to god like 20 minutes later after we have dinner or lunch or anything like ah what can i have for a snack like why just eat more for your meal like, what? i don't yeah. i don't get it but yeah they'll eat like my my wife is kind of like that a little bit where it'll be, you know, like, you know, just um, I'm going to eat very little half the time at dinner. But then it's I, I always laugh. It's like, oh, but it's like second dinner or something like that, where it's like, you know, you have a snack, like like you said, like 30, 45 minutes later. Um, one of the things as far as just like thinking about the coming up with like healthy snacks is. There's a certain level of experimentation that has to go through with it, I think. Um, you know, we've had a lot of trial and error with our kids as far as just figuring out what they like, what they don't like, and that type of stuff. Like, I have one of my sons, like you mentioned the raw vegetables. I, I was laughing. So I have I, one of my boys, he loves um, orange peppers and, and only wants them raw. Doesn't like cooked peppers nice. in meals. But, like, but he only likes the orange ones. He won't eat green. He won't eat yellow. He doesn't like red. <laughs> He only likes the orange ones, you know, and I don't know if it's because I've heard people say that the orange ones are a little bit sweeter. I don't know. I, I've never noticed that. But um, but, you know, but he, he will literally we always have like 
you know, sliced up orange peppers in the house and he'll just go and eat them, you know, like an apple slice, basically, you know, and, and that's just like a go-to thing for him. Um, but it took a while to figure out like, okay, well, you know, he only likes the orange ones and, you know, he doesn't like them cooked. So like, if we have like chicken fajitas or something, you know, he doesn't want his peppers cooked in there. He wants them off to the side raw, you know, and stuff like that. And so, you know, there's just a certain level of experimentation, I think, that has to go with it to really figure out, like, what works, you know, because there's always going to be those, like, weird little things where it's like, I don't get it, but if it works for them, then I, it works for me. Yeah, and it kind of touches on my my point there earlier, how different my daughters are. The, the baby will <laughs> just mount on on anything I put in front of her, like, Almost to the point where I have to be cautious because if I don't pay attention, she'll just jump on my plate or something. But the right. uh, the oldest one's a little, uh, it's more than little. She's very hesitant to try anything outside of what she already has experienced or is new. And I don't, I don't really have a good strategy on how to combat that one yet. I haven't come up with any any good plans. I don't. I don't want to force her to eat things. I mean, I would, I would love to, but I'm not going to. That's that's the that was my point for that. But right, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to get her to explore more. I mean, even with new fruits or something. Like I brought home a, a dragon fruit the other day. He's like, oh, look at this. If you love fruit, let's try this. She's like, nah. I'm like, why? She's like, it looks weird. I'm like, all right. I mean, that's fair, but. Like that maybe is, it's maybe it's the best thing you've ever had. Like, why don't you try it? She's like, no, I don't want to. It's like, all right, whatever. That, I mean. Yeah, that that is something that, that and that is so foreign to me. Like, I'm the type of person like I will literally try almost anything once. You know, like yeah. food or almost anything. You know, like just regular in life stuff. Like, I'll try it. You know, I'll see. You know what it's all about. But and then, but for the most part, you know my. My wife and all my kids, they're not super big on trying different things that they haven't had, you know. And and so there is, it's tough sometimes when you're trying to get them to try a new food or something like that. You almost have to try to, like, I want to say trick them, but kind of trick them into, <laughs> you know, trying things. Like, one of the things I know we – we one of the things we've done is, um, like, slowly started the process of putting more and more – rice cauliflower and mashed potatoes <laughs> you know like mm. that that's one that we've done where we you know we used to it, we started at just regular mashed potatoes but then we started out with just like putting a little bit of rice cauliflower in there and gotten it to where you know you know it's like roughly 50 50 you know potato to rice cauliflower and just things like that i mean just to try to you know kind of take it in stages or in steps i mean it's it's tough because there's a certain element where you want to just be like, listen, we're just going to do this because this is what we're going to do. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, there's, there's also, you know, you try to pick and choose your battles and, and all those types <laughs> of things too. So. Yeah. That, that one's a struggle for me. Um, just because I, I, I mean, I don't, I wasn't, like I said, I didn't really have an option so much when I was a kid. So I was just like I either ate what was there or I didn't eat dinner that night. So I I pretty much just ate all the time. I don't ever remember eating something and not liking it per se. Maybe I was just starving or something. I don't even know. But um, 
Yeah, it's it's difficult to try to try to find things that the the oldest one will eat, and it's it's honestly really frustrating too because I'm like you with that Jake, where I'm gonna try it. I don't know if I don't like it, so that's the only way to figure it out. Is I'm I'm just gonna eat like literally everything that I've ever had put in front of me. I'll try it, and that way I know next time I'll pick it or not. So it's it's a it's a weird it's a mindset thing in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's true. There is a certain level of mindset behind it, just to be willing to embark on new things. I mean, and I would say this is a nutrition talk, but really it carries over to anything. I mean, there's so many people that are afraid to just try stuff, you know, and it's, it's like, man, not for me. I'm I'll, I'll try whatever <laughs> <laughs> for the good or the bad sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. It's definitely led me down a lot of rabbit holes that I wish I hadn't explored too much, but the, eh. Yeah, I was young and dumb, so I don't I don't regret it at all. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, definitely. Uh, so one of the other topics that I wanted to talk about was uh, obviously nutrition related, but uh, we're all obnoxiously busy all the time for some reason, <laughs> and I try to say no to everything that comes onto my plate, but. There's always seems to be something there. So trying to find time, I mean, that seems to be the common denominator with anything that we talk about that's fatherhood, family related is how the hell are we finding time for this? Um, Jake or John, I see you're out here, brother. You have uh, chat rights if you want, man. So feel free to chime in whenever. Um, Speaking rights, not chat. Um, But what do you guys do for um, finding the time? I know you had mentioned you did the meal preps on Sundays, but what happens if you miss that? Yeah, so um, for me, where it really is the biggest challenge is like during football season. And I know for the most part, people kind of know, but for anybody who, who might listen to this that doesn't know, like my quote-unquote day job, I'm a, a teacher and a high school football coach. So – during football season especially, it becomes really difficult um, to, to – especially to try to eat healthy, but then to try to take into consideration, you know, what everyone likes and all of those types of things. And so a couple of things that just kind of immediately jump out for me whenever we were, you know, kind of talking about the, the different points to go over. For one one thing, a cro- the crock pot is a huge thing for our house. Um, I mean, we, we spend – so many nights where we will be at away from our house. We we usually leave to make it to school. We leave about six forty five in the morning, and when it's football season, I mean, we don't get home until seven or seven thirty at night. And so, for us, the crock pot becomes a huge thing on nights like that. You know, and there's so many things that you can do um, in in uh, in the crock pot. And then the other thing that we also have is um, a pressure cooker, which allows you to cook a lot of meats a lot faster. Like once you get home and stuff, um, you know, what might take a lot longer cooking a lot of other ways, you know, putting in a pressure cooker, it'll go a lot faster. And so those two things have been big for us um, just in terms of the idea of 
having things ready to go or when we get home or shortly thereafter. Um, when we miss meal prep, I mean, it's, it's tough because <clears throat> our, you know, like, I know it was brought up a while ago. Like if you, when you eat bad, it's like, you can just tell for days after. And it's like, when we, um, when, when we miss like the, the time on the weekends where we're trying to get everything ready. I mean, it, it almost derails the whole week in a way. I mean, because, you know, it's a matter of, you know, you either have to go get some food out somewhere or, you know, something along those lines. And so I think one of the things that we also have kind of learned to do is almost having like standby meal options for lack of a better way of describing it, where it's like, you know, like I mentioned chef salads earlier, you know, we always have the, I guess the makings to be able to do like salad for dinner where we'll have like different meat and stuff like that, that we can put with it. And so I think that that's kind of what comes to mind to me for me right away is just, you know, having options that you can fall back on when you do miss. And then also like the crock pot and the pressure cooker, those things have been huge for us. Yeah. I've always been curious on pressure cookers because we have a crock pot that's used definitely weekly. I'd say still, I, I just love how everything turns out and it's, <laughs> I, I, oh, I yeah. miss I miss coming home from work and smelling it because I work from home now, so I'm just always smelling it. But that that smell when you first open up the door and the crock box has been just like simmering and doing your job for you all day. Oh man, I, I miss that for sure. Crock pots are awesome, but I've been curious on pressure cookers. Um, I haven't put much research or anything into it. I just hear a lot of good things, and it's fairly intuitive what it is. But is it is it better for meat? I know that's what you said you use it predominantly for. Yeah, we use it. it, it the biggest thing is it just it, it cooks it so much faster. I mean, it's the, the, the time frame. Yeah. Um, I, I first, why well, should I say I? It's not even me. My wife, um, I think, first discovered, because I know, like, my, my mother-in-law has used them for, like, canning, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, what I think the original thought process behind pressure cookers was for, but we use it predominantly for meat. Um, but we also have used it for, for other things too. When you can put meat and vegetables in the whole thing, like I know, um, I mean, I've never put an entire roast in the pressure cooker, but like, like if you're going to do like chicken and potatoes and things like that, where you're going to have like, you know, maybe you were going to put it in a crock pot, but you can do the same thing in a pressure cooker and it just, it's the fraction of the time thing. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, we, I would also say you get a lot of the benefits, like one of the big benefits of the crock pot, aside from the convenience is also the fact that, I mean, it's so tender. I mean, the meat like falls apart when it's coming out there <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. And, and and you still get a lot of that with, um, with the pressure cooker as well. I feel like at least my experience has been that way. You know, when you, when you get done, it's pretty tender and, and all those types of things. I mean, Obviously, there's a trade-off, I guess, you, you know, from a standpoint of, like, I mean, I love grilling, you know, and there's a distinct flavor that comes with the smokiness of grilling and stuff like that, you know, and you don't necessarily get that part, but, I mean, it's all, it's a trade-off, you know, it's, you know, you're trading the, the time for the some of the different types of flavor, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth it some days of the week, that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, um like I said, especially the fall for us is so crazy, I mean... You know, it's, it just, you almost, we're almost, we have to plan ahead, really. I mean, there's no way around it. Yeah. 
um, when we first had the baby, that was that was definitely one of the biggest challenges for my wife and I is finding the time and energy, really. And uh, we honestly we <clears throat> we ended up getting a, a food service subscription through HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. So they would send us all of our meals for every dinner, all the recipes. If if anyone's not familiar, they send you all the the raw ingredients in a recipe, and it's up to you to actually make it taste good. But they give you all the resources and everything for it. And uh, I I honestly like it quite a bit. Um, we still have it, but it's only to like two or three times a week at this point instead of every meal. But or every dinner, not every meal. We're not that wealthy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, we didn't use HelloFresh. We used every plate, but it's the exact same idea. You know, they put it directly at your doorstep. Um, we actually started using that, like, as I was a couple years ago, whenever I was, um, whenever I was, like, getting out of the hospital, you know, because it was a great, it was easy for my wife because she was, like, having to, you know, help me and, you know, take care of me and stuff. Cause even like when I first got home, like I was still like relearning how to like walk again and stuff like that. So yeah. it was easy for her to be able to just, oh, okay, here's all the stuff. It's ready to go. Even like, and if people aren't familiar with it, it's even down to like the seasonings and the sauces, like here, put this packet of this in this meal, you know, with these ingredients. I mean, it's <laughs> all done. And it's like, I mean, it was great. And the other thing that's really nice about it is like, if you're on like a, like a, a weight loss journey or a fitness, you know, journey. And, and I mean, cause I mean, and I, I'm still there, you know, like I definitely, I mean, I've gone, I've come a long way, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, like to the end yet. I'm like in the middle right now. So for me, it was really good whenever we were using it because everything is proportioned. And so it's like, it's a great way to pr- avoid overeating. Cause you know, yeah. like if you order something for like, you know, at that time, our daughter wasn't, living in our house anymore because she's a little bit older so it was just my wife and i and our two boys so there's four of us so we were ordering like four servings of the meals well you're getting four servings of the meals you know so it's like when you're done eating you're done eating you had your part and that was it you know so i would also say that's it's a good it's really good for that part too like if you're trying to lose weight or get healthier it's really good because one you're getting like natural ingredients but also you know you're definitely you're taking the overeating out of the equation altogether because there's only so much of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the proportions is a great point for it too. And honestly, anyone who's listening right now, I have uh, I have a couple of free weeks of HelloFresh if you want. Um, just get in touch with me and I'll uh, I'll send you the invite for that. It's uh, it's like seven free boxes or something. So um, just decide. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of it honestly, and. Uh, I wasn't sure how I'd like it there at first because I, I really like cooking and I like creating things on my own and I'm not really a big recipe person per se, but it's, uh, it's been, it's been really nice with having the baby and just trying to juggle everything. and just like eliminates one of the biggest issues of uh, everyone's home. Everyone's really hungry. What do we do now? It's like, oh, it's already way past the point of figuring this out. And everyone's just an asshole right now because we're all hangry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, 
being, you know, it's like inevitably it's the, you know, it's late at night, you know, you're, you had a long day at work, you've had all these things. And then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, what are we going to do for dinner now? Cause we forgot to prepare ahead of time. <laughs> and then you get, you know, everyone's mad and yelling and someone's yeah. cussing in the background or. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my wife gets like, she, uh, she just won't decide, which drives me crazy sometimes. So I'll be like, all right. She'll be like, oh, let's go get some food. I'm like, okay, what do you want? She's like, I'm not, you have to pick. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll pick. And, uh, I don't know. I, I purposely limit my choices to two because then I, I pick those two and then I let her decide which one based on those two. Because if I, start listing off everything around. She was like, I, I just, I'm just not going to eat. I'm like, well, don't have to go that far, but geez, I'll just, <laughs> just pick something. You don't have to be so stubborn about it just because you don't want to pick. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a top level, like husband trick right there. I'm going to take out <laughs> two things. You choose from that. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to go. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you heard me. What was that? Uh. We're just talking about meal preps. I heard husband trick. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy you can hear your wife this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it's always an adventure, but, you know. But no, it's it really is, though. Like, we, uh, we, we have the same thing. Like, what do we want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, and, and the loop just goes from there. So, yeah. Yeah, I try to, like I said, I, I've gotten good at eliminating it now by either picking two things or my favorite one that I've come up with recently is, where do you think I would want to go? And then she just picks something. I'm like, yep, perfect. And then we'll just go there. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. We, uh, <laughs> it's funny. The other thing for us, we, uh, we will do um, like challenges. Like, uh, obviously, I mean, and I'm sure you, your daughter might be this way, too, where YouTube is a huge thing. And they always watch these different things, you know, with different people doing challenges and people making insane amounts of money off of that type of stuff. But so, like, some of the people, like, our boys will see, like, they'll do, like, these food challenges. And so we've kind of, like, recreated those where we'll, like, each of us will pair up with one of our, our boys and then we'll go to walmart or wherever and there'll be like a theme and it's like okay you've got like 10 bucks like how are you gonna make a meal with this theme in the 10 with 10 dollars or something like that you know and it's like that's a neat way to kind of like come up with like a quick easy like plan as well especially like on the weekends you know we'll uh like one of us will make the lunch the other will make the dinner or something like that and so that also kind of eliminates well i don't know what to do what do you want to do? And it's like, well, let's do this instead. And then we'll all just kind of figure it out together and we'll make like a game out of it, you know? And that's been kind of fun too. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. And again, with the the, the kid element to it, it's nice because it also gives you a, a bit of insight into things that they're interested in, which is something I, <laughs> I've mentioned a few times already, but I just don't know how to get my oldest daughter interested in things. So maybe, maybe I could use that and be like, I'll make a game out of it. Cause she's a big gamer. So uh, yeah. yeah, I like that. I'm going to adopt that. Yeah. T- turning into a game has been good. We actually, I think it was, was it last year for, 
maybe it was over the summer. I don't even remember. But um, anyways, it was a time where um, it was my wife and I and our two boys and then our daughter was down. And then my mother-in-law was also down. So there were six of us. And we split up into three teams and we all had to go like make a meal and stuff. And we actually, it was kind of funny. We, uh, we made it the Dollar Tree challenge where we all had to go to Dollar Tree and find stuff to make a meal out of. And, nice. and you know, and you'd be surprised what you can come up with at Dollar Tree of all places. So, yeah, That's you know, awesome. you add a little, yeah. And you add a little bit of like, they're talking about budgeting and it's like a little bit of problem solving in there. And, you know, it's, just, it's a good, it's a good way to get them involved and, and, you know, just kind of learning about life skills. I mean, that's really what it's all about is trying to help them figure out how to do things that are going to go beyond just the nutrition part of it, but actual adulting, you know? Like I said earlier, when whenever I was a kid, I didn't know the first thing about cooking. I mean, you know, when my wife and I first got married, it was like, all right, well, I can grill. And it's like, well, what else can you do? It's like, uh, I can grill. You know, like, so. <laughs> I can grill and coach football. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can grill and I can coach football. That's what And if you want, I can also go fishing. I can go fishing, too. <laughs> I'm not gonna hook the fish after I catch them because I haven't figured that part out yet. But, but I will go fishing. <laughs> Having sushi tonight. Oh, nice, nice. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had road trip food, but then that actually, you know, even that was, I was gonna, I, I was thinking about this earlier. You know, even in that, I think you mentioned the time part of it, and especially now with the holidays and people are traveling and all these different things, like, you know you can still, I mean, no, it's not going to be the same as eating at home, but like you can still find like, I guess the lesser of the evils, I guess would be the best way to say it. You know, like, I mean, for example, you know, we, we stopped at the gas station and it was like, we were going to get a snack and it's like, you know, I mean, there's all these different things and there's not really a lot of great options, but like, but I found like, I don't even know what the brand is, but like protein chips, you know? And it's like, not the mm-hmm. best thing, but like way better nutritionally than most of the other stuff you're going to find at a gas station. And so it's like, you know, just little things like that where, you know, it's better or even like beef jerky. I mean, that's something that's like better than a lot of other things. I mean, you know, nothing is going to be great, but like, you know, I think that's something that's important too, especially when you think about like husbands and fathers and, you know, your family and trying to get your kids to do these different things and, you know, just trying to find, you know, while it may not be perfect, finding, you know, better options, even if it's not the best option. I think that's important, too. Yeah, I, I run across that one in uh, the fitness space a lot as far as people get hyper-focused on optimization and they just, they like, they get so discouraged if their routine wasn't fully optimized and they didn't get to... I don't even know, honestly, because I never really worry about it, but I, I see it quite often, and I see it on Twitter all the time, um, just with a, a obnoxious focus on optimization, and when you look at the accounts that are complaining about it versus if you look at the accounts where um, it just the dude putting in the work, like, just get your ass up off the couch and just go lift heavy-ass things, like... 
who do you think is going to be the one who looks better? The guy sitting there with his spreadsheets open, trying to optimize his routine, or the dude just lifting the heaviest weights in the gym? It's, uh, it's, it's very similar to uh, that's what popped into my head when you were talking about stopping at the gas station. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's obviously it's not even remotely close to being optimal, but it is what it is. Here we are. We can make the best decision we can. Let's grab a beef jerky. Let's grab the protein chips versus let's grab the can of soda or pop if you're from the Midwest. And (laughs) (laughs) grab the can of soda and a candy bar. Like, clearly, there's a better decision that we could be making right here. Right. And one, that's the thing is like, it's it's, um, the reality of um, family life. I mean, it's, you know, we don't operate in the optimal space very often. You know, like, (laughs) there's always something going on, you know. Um, And so, I think that's the, the sort of the essence of being like a really good husband and father is being able to make the most out of whatever hand you're dealt, you know, and, and it's a new hand every day. I mean, you might even get a few different hands within one day, you know? So, yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you make uh you know, a winning hand out of nothing? It's really kind of the, the key to being able to make it work. And I think, you know, like you mentioned earlier, who are you going to listen to the guy who's just in there doing his thing or the guy that's reading over all this spreadsheets. And it's like spreadsheets never really got anywhere, any got anyone anywhere when it came to actual growth. So, you know, (laughs) you're better off just kind of figuring it out and making it happen. Yeah. And it's obviously, I mean, this, this particular space is on nutrition and stuff, but your, your point was spot on for just life in general. Oh, I see a hand raised. Nice. Jump in, man. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Doing well. Good, man. How are you? Sorry for the delay. Uh, Bear, I remember one one of your interviews you did with uh, your Dad Fit podcast with uh, Coach Ben Yeezus, and he had mentioned um, decision stress about meal planning and everything. And with you traveling right now, Jake, uh, one of the things that I really remember is – he says he usually has the same, a few of the same meals every day, regardless. But in terms of traveling, when he had mentioned that I had, uh, drove up to Illinois with my kids, and one of the things I did was I bought a pack of oatmeal and um, took my protein powder with me. And that was just one way for me, I know, to keep myself on track. And um, so every time we stop to get gas, I do oatmeal and protein powder and that got me through till lunchtime and then we the kids and I would uh eat or whatever but um but it just kind of eliminated eliminated one of those uh decisions that I had to make was I already I already had my oatmeal and protein powder I I like my oatmeal cold I don't usually warm it up so it was easy for me to pump gas drink that real quick and then on the road so Anyway, that, that was my two cents, really. So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's that's perfect advice right there. I mean, it's it doesn't have to be overly complicated, you know. I mean, just find what works. I mean, that's that's what it's all about for sure. Yeah, and when we first kicked this off here, I mentioned that uh, 
probably a good five or six years, I ate chicken, broccoli, and rice for lunch every single day. And that was a hundred percent to eliminate decision fatigue. I mean, I don't, I don't get overwhelmed and stuff by making decisions, but if I can eliminate more of them, the happier I am. So that's why I, I would just meal prep it all on Sunday. Like, listen, I, I know exactly what I'm going to eat every single day for lunch. And thankfully I never got bored of it because chicken, plain, unseasoned, boring ass chicken gets boring <laughs> real fast. <laughs> right, right, right. And it also ties yeah. in with uh, how I was saying for my wife. When we when she wants to go out to eat, I I use those two strategies of I'll give two options or, <laughs> like I said my <clears throat> my most recent one that I like is I ask her uh, where do you think I would want to go, and that one that one's fun because it always is like kind of her projecting where she actually wants to go on to me, and so I'm just always gonna say yep that's the one I wanted to go to so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's like a Jedi mind trick. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't catch on to it. I'll have to start rephrasing it or something. <laughs> you have to have like different different versions of the same thing that you cycle through. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Well, uh, last topic here that I had because we're uh, coming up on an hour, or so I like to keep them relatively short to an hour but last one we kind of touched on it earlier was uh navigating dietary challenges um my particular family doesn't have any dietary challenges thankfully um but i know that it's fairly prevalent as um with such as allergies or sensitivities or along those kinds of things along the lines um so I don't, I mean, I don't have any comments really on it. Cause like I said, I don't experience it much. Um, I wasn't sure if anyone else had any though. And if they did, if they'd like to just briefly talk about how they overcome it. Yeah. Well, I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, about my son who, who has, it's more of a, I would say like a mild, um, case, but he is uh, mildly lactose intolerant we just you know for us it's a matter of he doesn't not eat dairy but he just has to be kind of cautious about not getting an abundance of it um for a while we were giving they make like the the lactate medicine you can take if you know that you're going to eat and we have that as well um but it's one of those things where it um it definitely stops and makes you think and you have to be more mindful of it um because of the fact that it is, you know, an extra thing that's added to the list. Um, you know, I, for me, it's not, it wasn't necessarily like a restriction, like an allergy, but I know like a big part of my, um, just my own personal, like, like weight loss journey was the fact of just like, you know, putting my own restrictions on things as far as like what I was going to eat or not eat, you know, I was really lucky because right before I started, like, losing weight like they basically like they told me like okay like you're diabetic and all these things and whenever i was in the hospital um you know they started trying like putting me on insulin and all that and i was lucky because once now that i've lost a bunch of weight like i don't have to worry about any of that stuff anymore but 
it's still a matter of like following those, you know, self-induced restrictions, I guess you would say. It's just trying to be like, you know, not drink soda. You know, if you're having soda, only zero sugar soda, um, drinking way more water and stuff like that. But then also, you know, like being mindful of, um, you know, like the amount of carbs that you're getting and stuff like that. You know, things that you should really try to be doing anyway. But, you know, when you're in the hospital and they're telling you you have to, it, um, you know, it it puts a whole different level of seriousness on it, you know. Um, But at the same time, I mean, it's one of those things, too, where, you know, the good that comes of it is it just makes you way more aware, you know. Um, And and like I said, with my son, too, I mean, he's lucky from the standpoint that his, his case is like mild, but it's still a matter of, okay, well. How can we make things better for him? Which also a lot of times just means that the end result is being a little bit healthier anyway. So, yeah, it's almost a win-win at that point. It is. It's um, you know, it's one of those things where we just kind of stumbled across it with him because he started having some trouble. And we really weren't sure what was going on, and then it's just like one thing led to another, and we started. My wife and I started brainstorming, and we and we talked to the doctor and stuff. And it's like, oh. Uh, Okay, well, this makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, that one's funny. It made me. It actually reminded me when I was growing up. I worked on a dairy farm, and I always, it always cracked me up because the, the owner of the farm was uh, he wasn't, it wasn't lactose intolerant. He was just allergic to milk, and that always cracked me up because he, I mean, he was a dairy farmer, so obviously he's dealing with milk all the time. But he was just never able to enjoy the, his own product from that. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. Yeah, that is, that's irony. For sure. <laughs> funny guy. <clears throat> well, that was pretty much all the touching points that I had come up with as far as nutrition for the whole family. Obviously, it's a very important topic that I feel a lot of people maybe um, again, I don't know, but I just feel like a lot of people don't really put too much thought into it, um, especially with how convenient everything is. I mean, you can just DoorDash literally almost anything you want right to your house. don't have to put much thought into it. You don't have to spend the time to prepare it, so it's not quite as good for you if you did. You're also missing out on all the, the bonding time, which... I think is one of my favorite parts of cooking in general is I get to hang out with my wife a little. Sometimes we get to dance around or something because there's usually music going and the kids will come in and try to help or just bother us. But either way, we're all kind of together. And I think uh, like that was just like a traditional thing in a way where you just kind of have this uh, romanticized, this vision in my head of everyone around the hearthstone and just like chilling out at a campfire or something cooking and it was like the 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 heart and the the warmth of the family i guess for lack of a better term but i don't i don't see that much anymore whenever i'm out with friends or talking to them or just general anyone really um and again like i said i feel like it's a i feel it's pretty important so that's why i try to prioritize it in my family and I feel like a lot of the people who follow Jake and I 
in general, it's, it's a fairly important thing in their family as well. Absolutely. I mean, I, I know for us, especially during the week, some of the best times that my wife and I get to spend together is while we are making dinner together, you know, because I mean, we, it's one of the only times that we get throughout the day where, you know, it's like, okay, we don't necessarily have to deal with work anymore. We're back at home and, you know, we get to kind of do something together. And so it's like quality time and we can just talk and I mean, it really is. It's, a, it's such an important part of the day. Well, like I said, I guess uh, that was all the points I had thought to bring up. Uh, Ryan or Chris, if you got anything, feel free to uh, chime in. I know uh, it's good to see you there, Chris. But uh, if not, then uh, we'll uh, wrap it up then. You guys have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your trip, uh, Jake. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good week, too, man. Good to see you on here. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if we'll have it next Tuesday. I haven't looked at the date yet, but... um, I think Tuesday's the day after Christmas, so... Okay. Well... I I should be available. I mean, we'll, we'll be back down at our house... Um, Saturday, so we'll be definitely back home and everything by then. So nice. All right. Yeah. I mean, I I'm have not sure yet. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I have off from now until like middle January ish. So I'm kind of just chilling real hard. Be able to get a lot of work done. Right. But uh, my yeah. mom's gonna be coming down Tuesday. She'll be here. She's gonna drive down from Illinois. And stay with us for three days, and then she's heading to Florida for a few months. So we'll see her for about three days, and then yeah. So looking forward to that. Awesome. Right on, man. We'll uh, be on the lookout. I'm I'm fairly confident it'll happen again next week. But either way, if it doesn't happen that week, it'll most likely happen the following week. So. Definitely. Be well, be well, gentlemen, and uh, thanks for joining in for the Nutrition for the Whole Family weekly chat. Um, I'm gonna appreciate you guys. Yeah, you too, brother. Yep, absolutely. Thank you, guys.